0: Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu, that's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.
1: At Office Depot Office Max, we're here to help you work from home, an office, or even a coffee shop. Shop laptops, notebooks, ergonomic chairs, desks, and more. Although your local store at Spectrum at Reston Town Center has closed, you can shop at our store at Benedict Drive and Bartholomew Fair Drive. Or shop 24-7 at officedepot.com, and we'll have your order ready in-store or curbside in just 20 minutes. Find everything you need to end the year strong at Office Depot Office Max. Blog
2: Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome. This is the Chauncey Show. We're always right, never left. I'm your host, Chaunty Brown. We are in the post-2020 election, and there's a lot of a lot of things going on with several states being very, very close in this election with counting still going on. Uh, the media has claimed that the <clears throat> elected president is Joe Biden. Uh, we think that is too premature, uh, but we're going to talk about um, some of the pending lawsuits, with the electoral colleges, the election results, and um, and what is going on right now uh, in the process of the 2020 election. <clears throat> Excuse me. In the studio with me today is uh, my dear friend, long uh, longtime political strategist, and they always say that politics is at the local level and no one knows better local politics. He has assisted in mayors, council candidates, as well as state legislators uh, to their positions uh, within the state of New Jersey. He's also helped out some national candidates. I'd like to welcome my dear friend to the show, Mallory Earle. Good evening. How you doing, Doc?
3: Doing well, doing well. How are you tonight?
2: I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Doc, uh, you know, let's start off with talking about you know, uh, the election. Um, Some people may not know that we the people vote for everyone except for the president and vice president of the United States. That's because we have something called an electoral college. Would you like to talk about that a little bit?
3: Um, Yes. The electoral college is has been a, become a hot topic for some over the last few years. Uh, there's controversy surrounding um, the legitimacy of it um, and whether votes would or wouldn't matter as far as the popular vote versus the electoral college. Um, I have to say this about the system. It's a fair representation us, we are a republic um, Without the Electoral College If you look at the way The this, this states are laid out In this country uh, Every state would not be Represented uh, The only thing you have to do is Control certain centers of population And You can control the, presence, the presidency uh, It sounds Good that every vote count Yeah but Realistically, in a situation like that, a state like Rhode Island would be left out. Um a state like New
2: Jersey could definitely be diminished. Um, Delaware or would even, have no even look Yeah, even look at the uh, Midwestern states, Montana, uh, Idaho, where, you know, most of them out there, uh, Wisconsin, only have, like, two electoral votes, you know. Uh, and Good. No. And, and
3: those states, those states will definitely be heard as far as um, having their concerns heard on a national level. Um, so people do need to understand that the electoral college is a reflective of the vote. Um, how those electoral college um, members are placed does decide on results from congressional levels uh, races and also uh, statewide races as far as calculation and tabulation. So it does have a – voting does have an effect on the Electoral College, but once the Electoral College is put in place, then they're the ones that follow the world people and select the president
2: and the vice president. Uh, just to, to add to that, um, really the election for the president and the vice president, or I should say the selection of, really doesn't take place until, if I believe correctly, in the meeting of the electors on December 14th of this year. Uh, And then after that, or or even before that, I'm not even sure of the dates because every state might have different parameters of when these lists have to be certified. And there are still states that are still counting ballots. Personally, I think it was a little premature uh, based on what is going on with um, the four or five states that still might be in play. Um, I think that the media uh, might have went a little too far with uh, calling the election instead of, I think they should be uh, be considered saying that the uh, predicted um, elected uh, president, rather than saying the president elect because he is not selected until December fourteenth, uh, but that's a whole other issue. Uh, you know that I think that the media, as of late, some of the news outlets have been talking about that. As a matter of fact, on some uh, networks, or I should say, uh, social media uh, outlets like a Parler, uh, they're really starting to boycott Fox News for calling the election already, it's just, it's just ironic. But just for this, this, this show, an educational piece, uh, Joe Biden technically is not elected. The people do not elect the president and vice president, as Dr. Earl stated, under our Constitution because we are a republic. Hence, it helps to protect rural areas. If not, like Dr. Earl stated, you have cities like New York, Chicago, california these cities would dominate the whole national landscape just on the sheer population and would leave out those rural areas where they don't have uh, that densely populated so right now i guess we're waiting for the votes to be counted uh let me look up to see when they have to be certified by do you know the date that they have to be certified by Um, or it depends on the state now right
3: that 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 does depend on the state and some some of the um the the challenges that are going on in court. Um I wanna go back to one thing that you were just um talking about as far as mm-hmm. um not being elect the be president elect yet. Uh mm-hmm. prior to the last few cycles um of the presidential races, the media um on both sides were a little more um uh, fair and, and definitely less uh, biased, and when traditionally when they were called a race, it was more ceremonial um, than the actual crowning of the person because it was understood that the count wasn't completed and nothing has been certified yet. And the way they were, um, like, say, for instance, in Pennsylvania to the 13th, that pushes further on how far out they'll be able to, um, they will have to certify because you're going to have recounts, um, you have challenges on validity of some of the ballots, so some of those cases have to be heard. so um, to get to the point of having electors, uh, we have to sub the issues first to get the vote first certified and then um, go through any other the challenges there.
2: Thank you for, for clarifying that. So very, very important uh, point. Uh, now, I, I believe that the electors get chosen based on after the vote and everything is certified.
3: And we haven't gotten to that point. And right. I know we're, we won't get to that point this week. Um, I'm not sure about next week, uh, the, law, the further goals. The um, further pushback Of course the signing electors will be um, And mm-hmm. then Of course we have to wait for those two Special elections uh, Senate races in Georgia In January Unless one of them looks like now One may not have to go to runoff Because I think Senator Perdue may be just Above the 50% threshold That he needs To avoid a runoff And um, if that happens, then we'll just have the one seat possibly in Georgia, uh, which would um, may decide control of the Senate, and also may have some effects on um, the presidential
2: as well. Yeah, you know that that's a that's a very very good point. You know, all the votes aren't counted, and that goes back to. The Trump administration, excuse me, or the Trump team has filed several lawsuits. I haven't been able to pull them up and get them exactly yet, uh, but filed lawsuits because I know someplace in Pennsylvania, the uh, monitors were not allowed to oversee the ballots. Uh, and then there was in Arizona, thousands of ballots were not counted. And also, you yeah, have that situation in Pennsylvania, I think, where the state Supreme Court ruled that you can receive ballots three days after the election, which I've never heard of that before. I mean, if election day is election day, how do you also submit provisions to allow your vote past three days? I, I don't understand. I think that's being challenged as well. Are you aware of any other challenges besides the monitor issue uh, some ballots not being counted in, you know, like I said, the three-day extension of Pennsylvania?
3: Well, they also talked about um, a couple of things that are found in um, almost every election, uh, whether there was someone that voted that was deceased or not. Um, also, there was an affidavit and what is now a whistleblower uh, that came forward and supply information, and it has made it to the Senate intelligence, and they're going to look into it. This individual worked for the United States Postal Service, um, and what he alleges is something serious. Uh, So that's going to have to play out. And if I remember correctly, uh, not long ago we had a few whistleblowers that many people were saying whistleblowers should be protected, uh, they should be listened to. They should be heard. Well, we have one, possibly more whistleblowers with this situation. And in this sense, they need to be heard. And they need to be protected because the look at it, it's, it's not just about this election. It's about future elections as well. If there are things that we can correct to make sure that the validity and the outcome can't be questioned, we do need to address those issues. Uh, the longer we let them go, the more they will fester and become an issue. Um, so everything that's being alleged, um, if it is something serious, it definitely
2: should warrant being investigated. Yeah, uh, you're right, because this process, and there's been a, there were, uh, excuse me, irregularities of the voting process in a lot of major cities even in philadelphia um you know i i know that in in my county i'm challenged by how does a person uh from a particular party from the democratic party is the county chairman state chairman and then chairman of the election commission i don't even know how that is even possible uh and that's in a third largest city Uh, second largest third largest county in New Jersey I I just don't know how these things happen so even the appearance uh, even though it might be legal the appearance seems to be questionable uh, at the least Um, but these things are going on throughout the whole country and most of these problems you know with ballots and and is all in Democratic run cities You know, uh, and and that's the sad part, uh, you know, is that uh, they're taking for granted um, our our, our voting privileges and rights, and you're right, they cannot be trampled on, and and we must make sure that every vote is counted, and that if there is any violations, we must correct them now uh, instead of in the future. For those that are tuning in, this is the Chauncey Show. I'm your host, Chauncey Brown. We're always right, never left. I have in the studio with me Dr. Mallory Earle, longtime political strategist. And we're talking about post election results, electoral college lawsuits, and basically what's transpiring right now. Uh, there is no president elect, there is a predicted president until December 14th when the electoral college uh, actually takes the vote. Go ahead, Mallory. I apologize.
3: Um, also, go back to one thing that um,
2: you mentioned as far as
3: accepting ballots past 8 p.m. on Election Day, which is which is actually um, the law that's on the book in, I think, every state and also federal, um, or 9 o'clock, whatever time the poll closes in that state, or 7 a.m., I mean 7 p.m. Um, there was a lot of leeway that was given in this election, Um And I do recall a large push early voting. So we did give leeway due to the circumstances of the virus to allow Mm -hmm. people to exercise their right to vote. And I thought as a country, we went above and beyond also by extending um, the opportunity of taking your ballot and taking it into um, any drop box or location that you could take it into in. There was a law that states um, once the election count ends on election night that no more ballots or anything else is to be accepted. And I'm not trying to disenfranchise anyone, but in this country, we are a country of laws, rules, and regulations. And if we start going into the gray area in one sense, what's going to stop us from going into gray areas into other senses. Which is why I said things need to be addressed before they can continue to fester, because if you continue on the gray area, eventually someone's gonna cross the line. And as we see now from all this stoke and the vision and I do wanna say I do blame this on outside forces, Russia, um China and other countries. Uh, because this is something that we did to countries ourselves when we went in and we basically gaslighted the population. Um, we They were able to get so much division between both parties that right now people can't look each other in the face. This country is divided. Look at the votes, basically almost 50-50. And if we're 50-50 and – we can't come together as a country. It gives the advantage to other countries to take it, take their deals, and put it in such a way that it's going to advantage their country, and the United States again start losing jobs, um, and we start looking at our trade deficit continue to expand, where where we're importing more than we're exporting we'll see the mom-and-pop stores start to close down because they can't operate in a world where businesses, foreign businesses, are being subsidized by their countries and our businesses are just left there for themselves to binge. So unless we find a way to really nip the bug with the problems in our electoral system, Uh, We have to look at what's being alleged and investigated if they're rooted out, find a way to get a hold of social media because some of the information that was put out there was very inflammatory. And people on both sides were attacked. People on both sides were legitimately hurt, dragged through the mud, and literally lost their reputation over a presidential race where your emotions should not be in politics to that extent, that you want to physically, mentally, socially harm someone over a candidate that you may not really prefer, but just because it's not the other party's candidate, you know, you you have to go all out. And, and there's a problem with that. I recently was sharing posts. Talking about what's going on Because as I see the county the balance continue, and I see the numbers going to go up uh, I'm gauging how people are looking at Possibly not coming together um, Also I, I, I said this a, a few weeks ago Maybe a, two months now I asked the question Are we headed towards a constitutional crisis? And no one really thought about what I said at that point. And if things continue the way they are, we may just be in a constitutional crisis within the next couple of weeks.
2: Hmm. Um, yeah, this election, not only this election, but 2016, um, it's really a shame how the political environment has been more driven by emotional discourse rather than policy discourse and identity politics. I've never seen so much character assassination. Identity politics, judgment uh, from one side, um, but there is no policy discussion from them. Everything is rooted in... perception of racism how they feel Uh, he locked up kids in cages or lack of education or lack of knowledge I was talking to a millennial the other day and didn't even know mm -hmm. some of the uh, didn't even know some of the laws that were enacted by Trump that aided the black community, black colleges uh, releasing people from prison Uh, you know It's sad. But anyway, go ahead. you want to make a comment? Well,
3: I was going to point out where you're headed because that's programming due to one thing I mentioned, the biasness of media today. And with COVID and the lockdowns, that allows for more programming to occur because people are going to go to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. They're going to go to cable. They're going to go to any streaming source. They're going to watch what they're going to watch. And the whole time you're sitting there and you're being programmed. And you're being programmed one side of the coin. When you're seeing one side of the coin, you don't understand the full story. So, no, I, I, that that doesn't mm-hmm. surprise me that some millennials know that. I know my son has a different view Of situations than I do And he's a a millennial as well And I understand that And I respect his stance And I understand that As he gets older He's going to (laughs) change his views As he learns the world a little more Um, Because for some reason Everything that's being taught in school Is the world is supposed to be Full of love, joy, and rainbows But with the political system, well, no, excuse me, let me go to this. The economic system that we have called capitalism, it requires you to gain profit. And in order to gain profit, you must take resources from someone else, regardless of the amount of resources they have to share. You must take those resources in order to move forward in capitalism. Doctor,
2: that's a... That is a very, very good point that you just make. People do not not only understand that we are a republic, but also we're a capitalist society, and they don't understand how the one fits into politics. Even though politics is meant to assist, but not to support. But go ahead, you wanted to add something to that, doctor. Well, see,
3: that's that's exactly why I brought it up because everyone needs to know the differential, the differences of the two, and how the two intertwine. Um, because we have let capitalism at times drive the policy of this country, as we went into other countries and tried to change them from whatever they were to democracies. Well, we're not a democracy ourselves. What
2: exactly? This is absolutely correct, and that is uh, an oxymoron. We're trying to promote democracy, yet we're a republic, and most people don't even know that we are a republic today. You know, uh, that's another thing that is, I, I spoke to a lot of candidates running for Congress and Senate. A lot of our children don't understand our form of government, don't understand civic responsibility. Uh, you know, it's really sad that our public education system is failing our kids but then if you say that you're for school choice then you're a racist because you don't want to fund public education, which is ironic, that that's where the left comes from. It's well,
3: here, here really here's sad. Something that, that can, here's something that intertwined the two systems. And and, and you and you, you just said something that brought it together. When you look at education, education is meant to produce workers for the current system. The current economic system that we have is capitalism. In capitalism, in a true capitalist society, you have two classes, the small ruling class and the larger working class. So when education is infiltrated by that chain of thought, you're going to have those that are going to come out and be producers or consumers, but yet still they're not being painted the picture of the full story. That's why it looks like it's all flowers and blooms when it's actually not. And when you get to the root of what a republic is, you'll see that many things that are being pushed goes against the founding of this country. No one wants to have that conversation and when you bring it up, you may find that they're going to be on the end of an attack because once some people understand that you're going over their head, the first thing that they can do to bring you down to their level is use identity politics, use racism, use anything else that can start to stir emotions because once you stir emotions, you get off topic. Once you get off topic, you feel you win because now you don't brought me down to your level. But I don't I'm one that don't fall for that, and I hope many other people start to not fall for that crutch either.
2: You know, I really appreciate you coming on the show today and lending some insight to what system that we live under. Uh, A lot of people are not aware of it. I thank you for taking time out of your schedule, Dr. Earl, to come on, and I hope that you'll come back on again um, and talk more uh, as different things unfold. Maybe there's some other topics as it relates to the elections that you would like to address. Uh, As I mentioned earlier in the show, uh, you are a political strategist uh, on the local level, one of the best in the state of New Jersey, uh, with a hell of a ground game. Um, so maybe you might want to come on and, and, and talk about maybe some other things that we need to do maybe to get the messaging out uh, whatever I can do as a radio host to try to share information to educate and raise a level of consciousness of the public that's why we're here uh, to speak truth to power I uh, would you like to share anything uh, in your closing remarks um,
3: yes I want like to say thank you for giving the opportunity to Be on your show and to bless your guests With the little bit of knowledge that I have Uh, Because I realize there's too much for one person know, I'm still learning, looking to learn If anyone wants to teach me anything that I need to know, please do And um, if I can help you with anything, just know That's what I'm here for And again, I thank you, my brother, for having me
2: Doctor, you're very, very welcome For those that are tuning in, this is the Chauncey Show We're always right we're never left. We're honored uh, to have long-time political strategist in the studio, Dr. Mallory Earle, as we discuss some of the election results, the Electoral College, certifying the results, pending lawsuits, the Trump campaign, and talking about that we are a republic, we are not a democracy, and we live under a capitalistic system That um, that is very, very important, duly uh, noted by the doctor, uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. We're here every Tuesday and Thursday, 6 o'clock to 6.30 Eastern Standard Time. Please follow us on Parler at The Chauncey Show, also on Twitter, The Chauncey Show, and The Chauncey Show on Facebook. Uh, please, we welcome any comments. You can email us at Show at gmail.com. If you'd like to come on the show, you have a topic that you'd like to discuss, we'd welcome you on. Thank you very much, everyone. Stay safe, and God bless you all.
0: Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev.
1: At Office Depot Office Max, we're here to help you work from home, an office, or even a coffee shop. Shop laptops, notebooks, ergonomic chairs, desks, and more. Although your local store at Spectrum at Rustin Town Center has closed, you can shop at our store at Benedict Drive and Bartholomew Fair Drive. Or shop 24-7 at officedepot.com and we'll have your order ready in-store or curbside in just 20 minutes. Find everything you need to end the year strong at Office Depot Office Max.